Hey, how are you? Hello. Oh, Mondays, Mondays, Mondays. Monday, Monday. (laughs) You're in what day of quarantine? Too many to count. 18. I have a calendar on the on the fridge and it's like the only time in my life I've ever done the thing that they do in movies where you like cross out. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like just to keep track of it so I know <laughs> how long it's been since I've been a part of regular society. What have you been doing? How have you been staying sane? Oh my gosh, it's a great question. I've written the next great American novel. Oh, great. I've started a small business. Um, Risky time to start a business, but okay. <laughs> Definitely didn't watch three musicals over the weekend that I've already seen. Which, Definitely wouldn't waste time like that. Which three did you watch? <laughs> I watched The Music Man, My Fair Lady, and The King and I. Oh, I haven't seen any of those. Classics. They're all good. Oh. I'm technically seeing Hugh Jackman in The Music Man in October. But let's be oh. real. New York's up in the air. <laughs> so I was listening to uh, Ellen's new podcast, Love That Movie, and you are featured on right. the first episode, and you reference Who, me? Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to watch Super Bad later tonight, which is what you guys talked about, because it's been like, uh, last time I watched it was September. <laughs> I was going to say, it's been like, what, six months? Yeah. About, about that time? <laughs> I think we've watched it together. Um, Maybe in the past mm-hmm. year or so. I don't know. Whenever I feel like we might have watched it after we saw Booksmart. We might have gone home and put on Superbad. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I remember that after we saw Long Shot, we came home and watched This is the End. And then I was like, right. I feel like Meg and I have seen Superbad together recently. And you're right. It was after Booksmart. It was like a, oh my gosh, we heart friendships movie yeah I think we watched this is the end I think we've watched that twice together and we've actually not lived in the same city for that that crossover is not huge so I think when I was visiting you the first we time, watched this is the end I'm pretty we watched sure. this is the end yeah well mm-hmm. just a little it's a classic yeah it's one of my faves so um <laughs> I'm excited yeah I think I'm gonna watch super bad tonight uh We've kind of switched our recording around and second week in a row recording on Monday because what what does it matter anyway? <laughs> you're like it, it like you're texting me and you're like oh can we like bump it out a couple minutes? It's taking me longer to make dinner and I'm like this is literally my only plan that I have tonight. So like sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah sure whatever. Keep making your Chris Morocco <laughs> recipe over there. Mmm, Bucatini lemon carbonara. Yes. Did I tell you that I just got or I bought some um, pasta from a company here in Austin? Ooh, yes, the fresh pasta. Fresh yeah. pasta. I'm very intrigued. I'm waiting for it to come. There's all sorts of flavors, all sorts of shapes. Um, I'm not much, much of a pasta head, but <laughs> I like eating it. And so I just kind of like went through and picked ones that I thought sounded good and I was like trying to think of how with what I would eat and therefore what kind of sauce I think I did get a book what uh I don't bucatini bucatini let's see yeah it's like a long noodle with a yeah I like got a, long a tubular. bucatini and basil and oregano oh I love bucatini yeah uh it's a top it's like a top three pasta for me it's really easy to do al dente okay um so just I'm like worried I don't even know if I want to go through and say all of these because I'll like butcher the name canestrini 
Ooh, I am not a, a noodle aficionado, not a noodle so I'm head. not gonna. Okay. That's I got that in roasted head. garlic and rosemary, and then I got a spaghetti a la shitara in white wine mm. and lemon pepper. That sounds like And great. then I got a trotol <laughs> and red wine and thyme. <laughs> Trotole. Sure, and red wine and thyme. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Italian. So I mean like someone in my family probably is we're very European in general, but I'm I Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited and it was like ten bucks and I don't know. I'm gotta support, you know? Gotta support the local businesses. Yeah. Um have, have do you it. been had to do it to eating them. out or anything? Doing anything fun? No. <laughs> I've like I've gone for a few walks around my apartment, but I it's like very bustling outside here still like I'm still like in a city center I guess which I hadn't really thought about so I get like anxiety if I go out and see too many people so I don't stay out for that long um I've been making dinners I've been watching movies obviously I've been guesting on Ellen's podcast hashtag love that movie podcast (laughs) um I added the hashtag I just think it could you know really catch Uh on that's a nice ring to it I watched Westworld. I've been messing. Me and Paddington have been hanging out. Could you imagine if me you didn't have had a Paddington game night. right now? I'd be so bored. There'd be nothing to wake up for. Not to be dramatic. <laughs> well, I mean, what about me? But every morning. What about this podcast? Well, of course you. But I don't have to wake up to feed you, you know? like. Yeah. When my alarm goes off, I'm like, I got to go give it to Buddy Jim Food. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I just think it's fun to have like a little being around to talk to. You feel a little bit less has, alone. I do. I don't talk that much to him. I was like, hi, baby. A lot of that. Um, uh, but we have like really bonded over the past two weeks. Like I think he's, I mean, over the time since I got him and especially after he got, uh, he got spayed uh, or neutered. I can never remember which one's for neutered. Lloyd. Uh, whenever, whenever he got fixed, <laughs> um, ever since then he's been much, we've been on really, really good terms. And recently he's just been like all over me, which is so oh, nice. good. Well, glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll come up and visit me when I'm on calls or at some point during this today, he's most active, like in the morning and in the evening. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably come up at my feet. at some point. Nice. Well, very good. Um, How about you? I what have I been doing? I went camping over the weekend as a mm-hmm. uh, plea to just have something to look forward to. The saddest thing about well, no, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. Um, one of the saddest things about this is that I'm such a planner and I love my mm-hmm. planner. And I've had to cross out, you know, like ninety percent of the things that are going on this spring. And therefore, yeah. I'm like literally. And probably the summer. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> itching for like fun things to do. And so I went camping this weekend, which was nice. And just like I'm, I was never really a camping person, but I'm starting to get get more into it. Please, I've been twice. I did buy hiking boots today. <laughs> that's a commitment, you know. Like that's that is the part of being outdoorsy that I would be into. Yeah, is the purchasing of items. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get the Bradley ones, but Mike is getting those. Oh, so after all, after all the deliberation, yeah. Well, I didn't like I don't like them as much as the ones that I bought. Anywho, I have I have hiking boots. My parents listen to this podcast. I shouldn't say it. I like they got them for me for like Christmas or my birthday, and I've worn them like 
twice. Well, that's the thing is like, <laughs> like my mom had very few an times. REI coupon and they're already like extremely on sale. And so I was mm-hmm. like, whatever, I'll pay $100 for these shoes and, you know, I'll keep them for forever because like our feet aren't growing anymore, hopefully. And I'm not going to yeah. wear them enough that like I need to, if, it, if I was like hiking like Machu Picchu, I would probably go to the store and like get fitted and all that shit. But <laughs> since we're in quarantine and I'm probably just going to wear them like around Texas, I'm like, I can just get some yeah, from Yeah, not like hidden the Pacific Coast Trail. <laughs> yeah. A la um, um, wild. Is that? Yeah. Wild. Yeah, wild. And, um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's. It's very weird this whole thing that like things just keep getting canceled. I mean, the strokes in in the spring. I was gonna go to South by Southwest, see the strokes, and maybe go to Europe. And now, like the thought of going to Europe sounds literally yeah insane. It sounds it's like completely off the table. I know. I'm supposed to go in September, and I'm like, is that gonna be iffy? Like I yeah, like I, I don't. It's impossible to know. I was kind of like, okay, I should buy my flight by June. And then I'm like, oh, my God, like, June's not that far away. Like, it's almost April. I was supposed to be going to Oregon, like, to Portland in 10 days. It's just, like, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, so. But the good news is we can still podcast remotely. And Thank a lot God. of the things we, we engage with happen online. So Fortunately. Even though our schedules have gotten very boring, we, we'll still... We'll still be here. You know? Thank God we didn't turn this into a NBA podcast like you wanted to do after seeing Uncut Gems. <laughs> like, like I've been begging for you to do for months. <laughs> I love the Celtics. You know? like, I can't. That's when all this happened and I was like, man, if I'm not going to get to see my boys ball, I guess. <laughs> what's the point of anything, really? <laughs> uh-huh. And do you remember who's your favorite player? Kyrie, Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking you were going to say KG from the movie. Well, yeah, KG, but KG doesn't. I know, play I know, anymore. I know. That's what I was trying because the other time you said like Kevin Durant instead, and I was like, nope. <laughs> that was on me. Oh, damn. Yeah. Ky- Kyrie used to play for the Celtics. Also, doesn't play there anymore. Um, plays for the Nets. Uh, it's not important. Well, not right now. He is not. <laughs> I know I'm getting into the phase of quarantine where I'm starting to organize and clean or I've been cleaning a bit mm. every day. I try to do like a, a nice like Clorox wipe down of all of the like mm-hmm. popular surfaces, like all the handles, all of the like the refrigerator doors, like all that stuff. But I bought some stuff on Amazon today so I can hopefully make my closet look a little nicer. I just have, like, such a small closet that I'm, like, desperate for anything. Your closet is so small for the life you lead, you know? Yeah. I mean, Rent the Runway definitely helps, but, like, if you were to understand, like, if I was to look at you and guess how big your closet was, I I would guess five times as big as what it actually yeah. is. I know. So I'm, like, getting into that point of my, like, I spent $100 today on just, like, stuff for, um one of the cabinets that I have all my pots and pans in to like have that look more organized oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. like things that I can put underneath my bed where I put like big sweaters that I don't wear and all of my jerseys like shit that just like clutters up my closet and then like little dividers for my closet as well so 
this is i'm really excited i've also been in the stage where i've been like i'm gonna like clean out my desk drawer which is just like full of shit and mail and all sorts of stuff and i need to clean out like like my bedside table type thing but i went through coupons it's pretty clean around here like old you went through coupons yeah we basically we get coupons and like there's a stack where i we i leave them and it's basically 99 percent um bed bath and beyond and i was like surely there are old coupons in here as well so they never they never expire but the other ones do so i was like (laughs) i'm gonna go through these so i did that yeah i mean uh quarantine quarantine we're all it's more like corn clean (laughs) sorry yeah exactly (laughs) uh anything else you been up to anything else exciting? No, of course nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Is, this is so um, exciting. You know, right before we started recording, you were making fun of me because I was talking about my dinner and you're like, wait, got to save the content for the pod. And now we've been talking yeah. for 13 minutes about things that absolutely do not matter to anyone. I guess it's good to update everyone still playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. Hit me up if you want to trade. My native has or my native fruit of the island is oranges. If you're a cherries person or a peaches person, seriously call me. Oh my god. Um I got a plenty of lines on pears and an apple friend, so don't worry about that. I know this means nothing it to literally, Mariega, Except you did see the little pictures of my little yeah. house and she's pretty cute. I love when you're like, Welcome to my <laughs> welcome to my MTV crib. <laughs> uh yeah. It looks fun. It looks like everyone in the world is playing. I looked up how much a Nintendo Switch is, and I was like, oh, fuck no. I'm not spending that kind of <laughs> yeah. money. Like $400? Yeah. Is it 400 I couldn't remember if it was 300 It was 359 and I was like, yeah, no. Oh. Uh, uh, Plus games? Okay. I can't remember. Plus games. The games is when they really... Fuck no it. fuck you on the games nor but um i mean i it's it's brought me hey <laughs> a lot of money's worth of joy that's and all that matters um and you're connecting with matters. people i started playing uh connect four with my cousin nick yesterday on our phone oh yeah so. yeah i'm in like a group chat an animal crossing group chat so oh my god if anyone's interested in hearing some turnip prices, seriously, text me. <laughs> She'll add you to the group chat. I'll add you to the group chat. Well, maybe it's kind of a it's kind of a closed closed chat type thing, but I can like hook you up on one off. See you Okay. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying your Switch still, and you're enjoying Animal Crossing, and it's keeping you sane. Yes. Uh, the flip Semi. side of that is that you're still not watching Friday Night Lights, so I still dislike I've you. Thought so about much. it so many times. Yeah, you think that that's <laughs> not I like tell twisting you the fucking knife, though. <laughs> but like, I'm not in the mood to even watch like a, a show that I know I've watched and liked. Like, Are you still I don't want to sit down Girls? and watch. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, I watched our topic for conversation today, and then I watched movies. Um, but like, I'm not in the mood to like sit down and watch. Like, I feel like it would really hurt if I was like, I'm just going to pop on some One Tree Hill. Like that would be cruel. I understand. Even the OC would probably be pushing Mm -hmm. it, but (laughs) I'm sorry. It is kind of weird because I am, I I too like don't feel like watching a lot of TV. I think it's because that's like kind of all we can do. And I'm just like, oh, great. That being said, I am going to start Ozark. Well, 
I think I'm gonna I'll start tonight. I have a lot going on tonight. We need to wrap this shit up. We need to get going so oh we can gosh. wrap it up. <laughs> so I can watch Super Bad and then the first uh the pilot episode of Ozark because season three came out on like Friday. And yeah. I I I went through a phase where I was just like watching mindless television, which is to say I would put Gilmore Girls on in the background mm-hmm. and like also play Animal Crossing or also read or also text. You would so I didn't read have to really with Gilmore with Girls it. on in the background? If you're out on the road, <laughs> doesn't answer my question. And so that's crazy. Cold. I can never doesn't read. It? Gilmore Girls is background noise. But they like talk so All much and so quickly. Like I wouldn't be able to focus on my book. On the next train. Okay. Carol King, you can calm down. <laughs> this is not answering the question. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm obviously totally fine, totally sane. But now I'm reaching the point where I'm, I want to be like, okay. I still have a goal of movies to watch. I probably won't hit my new 2020 movie goal, but I can watch like, I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands of movies that I have, I've never seen before. So that's my new thing is to watch movies that I haven't seen before. All right. Well, yeah, I think you did a really good job this weekend by rewatching three that you had already seen. But then I also watched some that I hadn't <laughs> seen. Or I like sprinkled in. I watched Mad Max for the first oh. time. I watched. What'd you think? Um, so they talked about it on blank check. So I'm trying not to just pretend all my opinions are blank check opinions, but it's like, it's good. And, but like, you're just waiting for it to be Mad Max Fury Road, mm, you know? Okay. I also watched, oh shit, I'm looking at my diary and I watched so many more movies. I had never seen Moonstruck. Oh, I've never seen I watched that. Moonstruck. Okay. I had never seen the original producers. I watched that. I had never seen The Birdcage watched that and i'd never seen the first wives club oh i suggested first wives club for our thursday netflix movie parties yes i'm sorry i spoiled it guess we're not doing that (laughs) well i had to watch it (laughs) yes you had to had to do it had to do it to him all right well and you also got to watch center stage I did. I got to watch Center Stage. <laughs> and we can't talk about Center Stage on the podcast or Bryce is going to be even more incensed about the way I treat Center Stage, which is to say it is objectively a bad movie and all you guys only have your history with it. That's the only thing that makes you enjoy it. Sorry. That's the facts, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, now that we've talked for 20 minutes about just nonsense, should we get into our main discussion of the night? Yes, something that we both watched. And we both liked. We did. Love this for oh, us. Loved it too. I love when we both like stuff. It doesn't, it, it happens yeah. maybe like. It happens a ton. You're being so I, dramatic because it comes up a lot when we disagree. I was gonna but say, we do like a lot of the same shit. I was going to say it happens like 80% of the time. Okay. Is that not a lot? You just like it doesn't happen that road. much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it doesn't happen that much. And I was going to be like, I feel like you're being really dramatic right now. The whole premise of this show is we talk about things that we both want to talk about. (laughs) Except for sometimes one of us forces the other into something. But I will say it again. No one made you watch all of Downton Abbey. You chose to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What a simpler time that was. Like, September. Oh, remember the days. Remember the days. We still had I could go to the our movie. New York trip ahead of us, and we had no reason to think it wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm like, maybe my birthday, I could, like, put everything on that. Like, maybe that's going to be the one that 
Like mid-July? I don't know. I don't know. Because the other thing is, like, I know I'm being dramatic, but I, I also don't want to be, like, the first person in an international airport once this is, like, okay. Well, did you see what I sent the other last night about how... Yeah, I had read that. I had read a similar thing. The New York Times was talking about the wave thing and how it might just be a part of our new life for a while. That like, okay, everyone back inside for a little bit. Yeah, like eventually we'll we'll be able, like instead of quarantining for like two months, it'll be one month and then three weeks and down and down and down. But yeah. So that being said, we watched (laughs) the show Love Struck. Love sick. Love sick. Oh my god. Love sick. <laughs> I said moonstruck. That's oh yeah, yeah. Um, on Netflix, <laughs> it's a British mm-hmm. sitcom, three seasons, mm-hmm. twenty-two episodes. Netflix, very short, quick watch. Yeah, easy. thirty-minute episodes. Very quick, very easy. Uh, we. I was done with it before I realized what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like weirdly pacing myself. Because I was like, you were. I don't want like, I don't want this to. Be I think done. you started before I me did. and ended after me, and I, I was finished like, it today. <laughs> I was like, oh, I I did it in a day and a half. <laughs> well, I was. Just, I think I went through like the first season in one afternoon, and then was like, okay, I don't want to have to like go through the the taxing habit of having to find another show to watch on Netflix. So. I mean, you're not wrong for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's one of those things, like, there's just no motivation. Like, you're not like, I need to finish this show so I can start my next show or so I can, like, leave the house. Yeah. Or anything. You're just like, there's unlimited time. I can finish this whenever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Lovesick, formerly known as... <laughs> Scrotal Recall, which is a funny title. I understand why it doesn't work, but it is. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I think it's like hard to market it. Um, I agree. I I don't know if I would have clicked on it if I hadn't heard anything I would, knowing it was called Scrotal Well, and Recall. so, yeah, that's the thing is I think it kind of goes against the tone of the show. Um, if yes. I were to hear Because it is a comedy, but it's quite sweet. It's so sweet. If I were to hear Scrotal Recall, I would think it was like, um, what's that? Trailer Park Boys. No, I was thinking of the, oh, I hope they serve beer in hell. Remember that book? Okay. <laughs> <Slash> yes, <laughs> but I haven't heard anyone refer to it in like half a decade. But it was, <laughs> what was that guy's name? I forget. I have no idea. He's like not a part of any cult drive. <laughs> There's a movie. Yeah, that's I watched the same movie. same ghost. <laughs> you watched the movie? Yeah. Why? Under what circumstances? Uh, I think I like found it online or something. You watched it alone? No, I think I watched it with some friends. <laughs> it, well, it's uh, excuse me, it's Logan from uh, Gilmore yeah, Girls and Jesse Bradford. Yeah, I know. It's Tucker Max Jesse is Bradford. the guy's name who. Tucker Max. I I actually, I would have never pulled that out of my brain. But when you said it, I was like, ah, yes, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no, he lives I mean, in Austin. Oh, oh my God. Call him. Oh, my God. Let's hang out. Um, After the quarantine over is over, you can, you can serve beer in hell. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But don't you think Why? it was like if you clicked, you saw a show called Scrotal Recall, you would think it was like a no, similar premise to I hope they serve beer in hell. I agree. 
I agree. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm fully with you. I just hate it. <laughs> and I have to wonder if like, are we a bro podcast now? We talked about the Celtics and Scrotal Recall. I mean, I hope this is our beer and hell and Scrotal Recall. We're we're broing now. It's okay. We can have many brands. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Anywho, we watched it Anywho. because we did Johnny Flynn. Right. We both watched Emma and we're like, okay, like, tell me more about this. Um, I famously so compared I actually... him to the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I think he's a real uh, prince. <laughs> right. Uh, this is funny because I think I'm more into him and Emma and I think you're more into him in oh, this. Oh, 100%. He's, like, such a little sweetheart in this. Yes. He is, like, 100% bait for me in this one. And Emma... <laughs> He's a nightmare. I know so many people uh, who are like this who, like, fall in love with every person they, like, date for a half second. And I was, like, really having traumatic flashbacks oh, really? with this guy. <laughs> so we should go over the premise yeah. of the show. Would you like me to do that? I would that? love you to. Okay, so scrotal recall is a pun <laughs> because the premise is in the first episode, he finds out that he has chlamydia and he needs to call every girl he has had sexual relations with. Let her know she may also need to be tested for chlamydia. And each episode is titled after an ex-lover of his. And it's kind of going past and present, past and present mm-hmm. um, through his relationships and his kind of will they won't they with his roommate evie and he also has a fun guy friend named luke who's just my favorite character in anything maybe. oh yeah you love like the the goofy man whore a rowdy best, best friend. friend hell yeah <laughs> well and it is it should be said that they're like the three best friends like there is a will they're they won't so they cute. uh about him and evie <laughs> but like they all the three of them love each other so much and it's so sweet like just this it feels like very pure friendship yeah. too like they get in arguments but it's not like bullshit you know like it's i just uh my heart yeah i love them I think that they're very supportive. They are. They're very supportive. Um, it, it seems like detrimentally so, almost. <laughs> yeah, they've been friends for some time. Yeah, they just want mm-hmm. what's best for each other. So, uh, I like the three main characters. I think that they're a good little trio. I'm not quite mm-hmm. as sold on the Angus character, who's kind of like the on the when angus starts i'm very much not into it and as the show goes on it gets better about it but there are so gets few better? like toxic it gets so sad i think sad. it gets a little better it gets like worse and worse yeah. and you get a glimpse into his life because it's just like <laughs> literally the most sad and depressing existence i can think of yeah not quite and this i is think in manchester by the, the sea three but- <laughs> it's no mention about the sea, but it's close. A rousing review from Lauren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I think with like the three main characters, there's like so few like toxic relationships or like even like really like bad traits. Like Luke's like a man whore, but he's not. It's not like he's very upfront about it. Yeah, you know? it's not like he's like pulling one over on people all the time and uh the angus stuff is where i think things get a little like this is just i don't know if this is working as well as they wanted to but i i come to terms with him yeah 
Well, and I think the thing about Luke, well, I think about all the characters, but I think they kind of show it the most in Luke, is that he wants to grow and he wants to be better and he understands that, like, yeah, he's having, like, casual sex and that's fine if that's something that you want, but he realizes through following along with Dylan's journey that, you know, he wants something more too and so he steps out of the norm for him and starts to better himself and I think that that's really great because I feel like oftentimes yeah. like they're, those side characters are just tropes or they'll be like yes. the guy the guy friend who is like I want what you have but then doesn't do anything about it just like mopes around for an episode yeah. and then like goes home with the first girl he sees so I really do right. like or does like or does I want what you have and then like through that like goes after his girl yeah. like Luke and Evie never have a thing which I think is really great because you know he's really like excited for them one of my favorite Luke episodes and I know Luke isn't the main character so I am gonna stop talking about him but I like one where he's he's like sleeping with a psychologist or a therapist and he's like we can't have alone time together because she's gonna find out like she's gonna want to talk and I don't want to like talk about me like I want just to have sex and not not have it go any deeper and that whole episode I'm like oh he's like worried that she's gonna like expose something about him to himself Mm -hmm. you know like he's like and then at the end you realize like oh no he fully has a read on who he is he's just like kind of like ah I don't know if this is gonna make things more complicated so at the end of that episode she's like what's your deal and he like lays it all out and then she's like okay right this is a lot more complicated he's like cool bye yeah and I just think that could have been like a lot more like toxic masculinity than it was yeah which is kind of interesting because this show it was from 2014 to 2018 and I feel like they handle the relationships pretty well I mean sometimes like especially shows about like dating and whatnot and like your 20s I feel like it's they can age really (laughs) quickly yeah quickly uh, where it's just kind of like oh because it's always like Like, even if you watch things now, like, I was watching, not recently, but at some point, like, last year, I was watching that show, Happy Endings. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, she's, like, dating, like, a hipster, quote, unquote. And he, like, looks like a storybook (laughs) drawing of a hipster. And you're, like, this hasn't aged well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, that guy just kind of looks like a normal guy and it's like really kind of passe to like be like oh you like craft beer and you know are uninterested in everything you're a hipster it's like very much a 2012 thing yeah what did you think of the past present flipping back and forth well it was easy to tell because joe's hair is a little different in the past so that was a joke because joe march i was but, gonna uh, say <laughs> I, I recognize this complicated um well, no it's joe is it's... uh luke's ex right <laughs> right yeah, and i was yeah. like is her hair i don't remember what are you talking about no i'm just kidding um uh yeah no i i liked it i think it's one of those things where after the first season, I was like, I don't know how they're going to keep this up for three seasons because so much of like your understanding of what's happening in the current time is based on the past, right. you know? So like by like in the future times, you're like, okay, well we know that they've learned about X, Y, Z, but we're just finding out that they learned about X, Y, Z. I don't know, but it, it's good. It worked out. Yeah. They kind of let up on it a little bit in the third season, but um, 
which I was happy for, I guess. Yeah, the third season isn't so much. I think at the end of the second season, he's like, all right, I've told all the girls. And the third season kind of has a different structure. Yeah. Um, And then one thing we've also talked about when we were watching it was that, so throughout watching the show, midway through, I think, the first season, you find out that he and Evie had slept together. Or, well, I think pretty early on, you get the sense that, like, he has feelings for her because she's getting engaged pretty early. It's like her engagement party pretty early on in the first season. And he just seems kind of really bummed out about that, but you don't quite know why. Um, but as he's going through in the present, present day and calling all of his exes, he reaches out to one girl, Abigail, and, Mm -hmm. um, they end up like getting back together and, you know, she's around his friends and whatnot. And I really liked how they showed that whole relationship and how just how they, I like how they didn't pit Evie against Abigail. And it wasn't like, I mean, granted, I don't know how big of a following this show had. Um, I don't know if if people were really like that diehard for it. It wasn't like a, like, I'm trying to think of like Team Peyton or Team Brooke or or like Team Jacob, Team Edward, where you're like pitting them against (laughs) each other. It was just. And also in those, they always had like the two of them, like, like more than they were like making people choose it's like in inherently there's going to be a choice if there's like one like in this case one guy and two girls that he's like interested in but like they like had met and like got along and like really liked each other and like would be friends independent of this whole thing i love that like i love the episode where we had the flashback and it's when evie met abigail and like at the end she gives her she uh email address to the front desk person at the bar that um abigail worked at and she was just like she was so cool like i i want to be her friend and so then i think it really set the stage for when abigail and dylan got together and evie realized that she had feelings for him that she was just like you know what like I just want my friend to be happy like I love him and but I also am his friend and I really like her so I think it's nice it's very positive as to how those relationships are handled and I'll go spoiler spoiler alert even though like it's the most obvious thing in tv shows when people are going to get together but spoiler alert um I really like the scene also when Abigail finds out that you know when abigail's kind of coming to terms with that she's gonna her and dylan are gonna break up because dylan and evie are gonna get together type thing and she's crying and you're like this does this is so hard and it sucks you know uh-huh. <laughs> like, and it'd be so easy for her to like be a total bitch right now but she's just like you know what like this is what it is yeah uh, you know i think we could have had something but i'd I don't think that that thing's ever going to truly happen for us while the other options on the table. So well, it's because of Abigail that they got together, Evie and Dylan. If yes. her crazy her storyline progressed the other two because it was like she was the one who they both confessed uh, their feelings or right. their other or at least right. Evie confessed her feelings to her about Dylan. I think Dylan. Dylan did too. Like when, wait, he must have. No, I don't think he did. She had the sex dream about him and then she went down to the bar to get a drink. He went down to the bar because his ex-girlfriend was taking the hotel room. 
Um, yeah, but I think when he called to reconnect, did when they were like sitting in the cafe, he was I, he might have been like oh, and like mentioned how she was engaged. Maybe maybe and like he wasn't subtle about how he felt about that but uh, it doesn't matter the point is it, it was very obvious yeah <laughs> to everyone involved probably but 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 then she wrote the short or abigail wrote the short story about evie mm-hmm. in her conversation and then dylan overheard that it was like if she didn't want him to know she wouldn't have like invited him along to her literary festival where she was reading it out loud <laughs> that was yeah, and then she's like, you shouldn't come to the actual yeah. speaking. And I'm like, we should have worked this out before. Yeah. Um, and then she was the one, like, at the bar who, like, went up to, or, excuse me, the club, went up to Evie and was basically like, do you still have feelings for him? And it wasn't even, like, an aggressive, like, are you still into my man kind of thing. It was, like, mm-hmm. she, like, genu- genuinely wanted to know if she was, like, in the middle of something that she possibly didn't want to be in the middle of. And Evie said yes. Well, the other thing is, it's, you really can't be like, it's, I mean, you can't, I understand how it could have happened for like TV drama, but like before she knew Dylan, she knew Evie was into Dylan. Yeah. Like it's something that she came late into. And I think it's one of those weird things that as an adult, you're like, I'll probably never truly know your past. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I wasn't there. I can hear about it and I can meet your friends who know something. But if there's going to be this like latent thing that's going to end up happening, I'd rather know now. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I really liked. And there are plenty of people who like date and then break up and both date other people and like life goes on, obviously. (laughs) I think there are more than for them to be like living together and like self-sabotaging every other relationship in their life you do have to question things yeah Yeah, it's definitely I think that this show handles relationships a bit more maturely than most uh just like 20 something tv show like if you compare it to like a friends where it's just like they're just like fucking around i mean there are some relationships friends in is there <laughs> but you know it, i think it is just it handles it all a little bit more maturely which i think is fun and refreshing yeah. to see yeah I, it feels it feels good yeah and it feels like life i like the other stuff like later as things go on you realize like how they got into their careers yeah. and how they're like <laughs> you know passions grew and yada 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 and like you kind of realize that you're seeing them become so much more mature in like this era of their lives and i think luke is is a handsome boy i like to give him a little kiss do you think luke luke's the most <laughs> handsome in this um i'm most attracted to him i guess oh i'm so team I dylan i want i know you are but like that's that's like <laughs> That's us. I know. Like, I would love... I feel like this isn't... So I mean, like, Dylan's so, like, sensitive and sweet. Yeah. And, like... Ugh, he's not mean enough. He wants and to be, Emma, like... he's, like, kind of an asshole. He wants to be, like, the best version of himself. And it's just so endearing and so nice. So Luke. It's just different. Oh, no, I know. Luke... Luke's... Well, Luke is a little bit... He is more of the... Okay, you know what it is? Luke's more of the Glenn Powell... And Dylan's more of the Blake Jenner. <laughs> if we're doing okay, an everybody I'm surprised wants them. you said that because I was going to say Luke is more of the 
Lucas. <laughs> or no, 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 sorry. Dylan is more the Lucas. And uh, Dylan is more the Lucas. And Luke is more of the Nate. But I was never into Nate. So complicated. Oh, no. Nathan's more serious. On One Tree Hill. <sighs> the Haley stuff. But attitude-wise. Mm. Like, what if the one that's most likely to write poems is Dylan. To write an unkindness of ravens. This conversation's for like three people in the world. <laughs> three people understand what we're saying right now. I'm, yeah, I'm, you won't I'm backing watch out. Friday Night Lights. It's fine. It's fine. She's gonna probably turn this off and be like, you know what? We were talking about One Tree Hill. I'm gonna throw on the pilot. I'm not to gonna watch One Tree Hill. Absolutely me. relax. Maybe I'll watch a Jake Jake Jagowski oh my God. like Jake clip Jagowski. on YouTube and move on. Jake Jagowski. <laughs> Jake Jagowski is absolutely... Can I tell you what's the problem with One Tree Hill? No hot dads. None of the dads are hot. I'll say it. I've um, said it a million times. <laughs> yeah, I could agree to that. Speaking um, of hot point, dads... At Karen almost marries... Oh, no, she does. Karen marries that Australian attractive, not, but not hot, hot. no. Yeah. So, that, I mean, Friday Night Lights has that going for it. Hot dad. Hot dad. Go for it. Pop it on. <laughs> just like, I want you to know it's probably never going to happen. And I just feel like it'd be better if you accepted that. All right. Well, then let's get back to the main, the topic at hand. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Night Lights is just this <laughs> cloud over our whole relationship. I know. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so annoying. out of any, which one of is, is your favorite of the supporting characters? Um. So, I mean... Maybe Abigail. Yeah, I agree with that. She seems fun. I'd like to be her Abigail friend. seems like someone you'd want to be friends with. Uh, minus the fact yeah. that she like wants to be a writer. I feel like that whole thing could be a little annoying, maybe. Right. I don't know. Right. You know, like, but like, you know, do your thing, girl. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> don't make me go to all of your literary <laughs> just like kind of leave me out of it i will say kidding. mal seemed like a good guy mal seemed like a <laughs> I good mean, he guy he was in the crossfire i think that it's a but... little unfortunate that we didn't get to see more of that but also i think it's like you know you just want to know he's a nice guy and that he is a handyman right. but he's no dylan right you can't they can't let you get too attached how much to did you love that episode when they were like in the woods and him and luke were just broing out yes Yes, obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> um, Do you have any of his of stuff. Dylan's exes or any of them? Or any of them your favorites? Besides Abigail, um, I feel like the only one that was outright terrible was the one that he went to the wedding with that like broke up with him and then asked for the room. I think it um, was Jane. J- Jane, yeah. And, well, and, and then, then they had the whole bathroom the one... sex issue. Right. Right, and I liked the one who died, unfortunately. Phoebe, I want to say. Phoebe, yes, well, Phoebe. The one that uh, Luke the one that was low-key in love with. Oh, I love Luke. Luke wouldn't even go after his ex's friend, even if it would bring him joy. I know. He was a pretty good guy. Um, do you like how it ended? Did you feel like it tied everything up? It ended, it's like such a British tie-up, you know? Like, I... When like, he was just staring <laughs> out of like, the window, I was like, what the fuck are we watching here? What is going on? <laughs> it feels very abrupt, but I feel like with my experience on how, you know, British television, like, tend to be like, all right, you got what you wanted. That's all. Like, there's no, like, 
and not to keep talking about friends it's like isn't that similar to friends i don't know why it keeps, <laughs> like that's just like that's like the 20 something cash like, friend yeah like romance sitcom. living together tv show yeah, yeah yeah um there's no like everyone puts their keys on the counter and walks out and turns the light off and closes the door i mean then again friends ran for how many seasons this ran for three yeah but, friends um, was like was 160 episodes or something absurd and this was 22 and the, other thing, the other thing that's beneficial about a shorter show like this is like with something like friends you have to keep doing like the comic book thing where you're like you want it to seem like the characters are growing but not growing so much that it changes the dynamic of the friend group you know like they need to show personal growth and change but also things have to be interesting mm-hmm. you know we can't just have them settle down with the person they're supposed to be with in season oh, two and then it's fine for eight seasons so there has to be drama things have to change yada 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 you have to keep it fresh or else you're not going to keep people coming back week to week but in this you're like you saw them through three seasons grow change learn about each other become more communicative open aware of themselves and then at the end you're like these kids are gonna make yeah it. they're all gonna be okay yeah <laughs> i still have people that i have to explain if we're like on season one or season two and the couple gets together and i'll be like well they're gonna break up by the finale and they're like, what? Why? And I'm like, why the fuck would you keep <laughs> tuning in if they were together? Like, how boring. Exactly. We're supposed to just, like, watch a show where the couple gets married in the very beginning and has zero conflicts ever? I'm like, no. Right. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Let this me is explain business, television you know? to you. <laughs> that was me leaving the theater during Avengers Endgame. I'm like, um, Black Panther doesn't make <laughs> billion dollars and then get killed off i promise they're coming yeah back. <laughs> literally <laughs> insufferable i hate myself for so many things that also because then i'm like well he signed on for four more seasons so yeah <laughs> they're not actually moving to oregon <laughs> yeah um well but yeah no i think it's good it, it very much leaves you with like the and they'll take it from here yeah and you're like okay great i know and he like gets in the bed and he like nuzzles up with her and he's like i love uh-huh. you well i also like i think that they like you said you see them grow and they also show that these aren't like perfect people like they're like trying to right. do the best that they can because even like right after he breaks up with abigail he comes back he comes home and Evie's like, how was it? And he was like, it was fine. And he was kind of short with her. And she keeps pressing. And then he kind of like blows up a little bit on her. And he, and he was like, I already said it was yeah. fine multiple times. And she was like, but it's clearly not fine. And then he turns to her and he was like, it was really hard. And you could tell that he was like, I don't want to, you know, rock the boat because this is a new relationship. Right. Like, I don't want her to think. And I the other thing have- is, I don't want her to feel ownership. I don't want yeah. her, like, it sucked for me, but she didn't get me into this relationship. I got me into this relationship. Like, but then, but <sighs> Evie was like, I mean, it should hurt. Like, it hurt for me when it yeah. happened, or like when I had to do it. Like, it should hurt. And I think that that's so nice, too, because it's like, it shows how much empathy that they both have. And you're just like, yeah. These two it's crazy like, well, kids are like, gonna like. Did you want to be with her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's enjoyable. Plus, an enjoyable watch. Great quarantine watch. Yeah, lots of cuties. I think Johnny. Oh, British people saying British is things. So cute in this. I think that <laughs> the girl who plays Evie is gorgeous. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we have, for the most part, the same taste in culture, but not the same taste. In <laughs> I think that's healthy for us. Yeah, that means we're not competing <laughs> with these fictional char- for these fictional characters. Even though we literally watched Emma, and I was like, I'm horny for Johnny Flynn. And you were like, oh, that's nice for I you. I was like, I liked <laughs> Mr. Was it Cham- Chamberlain or... Yeah, like yeah, and then we both watch one other thing, and I'm like, okay, no, I'm feeling the other guy, and you're like, no, I'm feeling Johnny <laughs> Flynn. And I'm like, why is this happening? I know. I also thought the music and lovesick was good too. Yeah, it was fun. Like little indie TV show music. Yeah, it's good. Um, <sighs> anything else? Johnny Flynn's friends with Robert no. Pattinson literally double date talk about a double date (laughs) (laughs) i um you saw i went on a zoom call with my book club last week and i made my background shirtless robert pattinson everyone loved it did they um (laughs) no they like for like five seconds like meg what is that (laughs) and then everyone just went on talking about the themes of the book everyone was like all right Um, hold on sidebar (laughs) let's entertain this bitch for a minute with this robert pattinson background And then, uh, yeah, they got back to their <laughs> My favorite previously is scheduled you book took discussion. A, you took a screenshot and you were so, you were beaming and everyone else just looked like they were bored out of their mind. <laughs> everyone else is like so like, not, they're not even like exasperated with me. They're just like not reacting, not engaging with That's it That's the only all. way people can and be I'm friends like, with you. <laughs> it's like I don't know I feel like a lot of people who are friends with me are like oh that's nice for her <laughs> okay back to what I was saying <laughs> whatever it takes to keep you engaged Meg I think that yeah I think that's fair I think that's true I think that's how mm-hmm. Steph is with me it's just like okay uh-huh. like sure I get like why she's going through this thing I get why <laughs> you might or like that you're excited about this well like I truly don't care all that much but like that's fine you can like tell me <laughs> yesterday I had a whole conversation about like what pub- publicity relationships were yeah I mean why not well like Sean Sean and Camilla Sean Camilla <laughs> uh Affleck to Armas I was going to say, <laughs> Anna and Ben. <laughs> um, what a rough time to be in a publicity relationship. Do you think they're quarantined together? Oh, my God. Well, their houses oh, are probably so is big. Part, is that part They're of probably the, in, like, an 8,000-square-foot house. Contract. They're just, like, they have 4,000 yeah, square like, feet still, themselves. If if I was in an 8,000-square-foot house and Ben Affleck was in it somewhere, <laughs> I would, like, be aware of that. Like, no, I would not be able to relax. <laughs> Would you? That's a presence, you know. <laughs> Could you imagine just like <laughs> going down to the kitchen and like Ben Affleck just like appearing? That's what I'm saying. Like if Sean Mendes is in the house, I would feel like that. Like I feel like me and him would have a chill vibe. I'm not so sure about Ben these days. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just like hanging outside smoking cigs. Yeah, I know, but like even that, I don't think I could truly Who would you truly want? let my guard down. <laughs> Who would you want to be quarantined with? Would you want to be quarantined with Julian Casablancas? Um, no, he'd hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and like as much as I know Julian would hate me, it's like I can't live I can't know it's better for my mental health to not confront that fact, you know? I would say, do you think it's telling at all that your number one crush you're convinced would not like you? <laughs> 
I've literally never thought about it. Because, like, everyone else on my list, I do think would like me. <laughs> I think Ben Schwartz would um, like you. I think Ben Schwartz would like me. I think Bill Hader would like me. I said it before. Me. We were even really friends that I thought that you and Ben Schwartz would get along swimmingly. Before you knew that, like, he was, like, my number two celebrity crush. Yeah. You were like, I think you and Ben Schwartz said, get along. I, I almost threw my computer and- across the IBM workspace. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, you and the guy who plays Jean, Ra- Jean Ralphio. I probably didn't even know yeah, Ben Schwartz. I think you did. And you're like, you and the guy who plays Jean Ralphio. I was like, no one's ever got me so quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think John Mayer. Because that's another thing. You can always tell people who don't know me that well yet is when like I'll say something about Ben Schwartz. And they'll be like, who? And I'll say the guy who plays Jean Ralphio. And they'll be like, he's your number one celebrity crush but anyone who knows me literally at all will be like yeah yeah it makes sense tracks checks out <laughs> uh i was watching yeah. john mayer's instagram live last night current mood um season three mm-hmm. is out right now and yeah well like obviously you would quarantine with john mayer because like this is why i would quarantine with ben schwartz like entertaining yeah and they're friends That's an entertaining quarantine we could have a, like facetime double dates skype dates oh <laughs> Fun. Ooh, I'll call. I'll call Ben. I tweeted him yesterday. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. I know. But. I liked it to a little bolster, give you a little support, bolster you up. Oh yeah, all 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 four of those likes really <laughs> bolstered that tweet back to, to the top of his timeline. Nor, um, well, you know, I do what I can. I can only do so much. I'm just one person, Meg. Who is? Who do you think is like the last person you'd ever want to be? Last actor, celebrity that you'd ever want to be quarantined with. Is it Affleck? I'm like, I don't know. Like, no, like Nick Nolte. Like, Affleck, at least I think, would keep to himself. I just wouldn't love it. I mean, like, what do you mean actor? Like, Mel Gibson exists in the world. Like, of course it's someone psychotic. Is the last person. Jeremy Renner? (laughs) Christopher Walken knows what happened to Natalie Wood. True. (laughs) Jeremy Renner's a really good answer. That might be it. Ooh, Jerry Renner. Yeah, that would be insane. I think that's because, like, it's, like, so many levels, too. Like, could you imagine yeah. him just being like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm just going to hit my recording studio. And then you have to think about the fact that he records music. My God. <laughs> it's, like, the worst place on earth. It's absolutely the answer. Jeremy Renner's. And I bet he's a ranch. <laughs> The, le- the place I would least, like, <laughs> the celebrity I would least like to be quarantined with is on Jeremy Renner's ranch. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, good. I just I wanted to bring some positivity to your life. That way, you know when things get rough, you could be hanging out with Jeremy Renner on his ranch. Imagine if someone was like, "You could spend the next two weeks of your quarantine with a celebrity, and you know, know that you weren't going to get sick or yada yada yada." And I'd be, like, honestly, if that was put in front of me today. I would probably take it, even knowing there was the risk that Jeremy Renner <laughs> could be the celebrity, and that shouldn't make me question me. Just need to spice things anyway. up a little bit. The Jeremy Renner app. Do you remember that that Twitter video that was the social network joke about the Jeremy Renner app? It's like, well, if you would, if you were the creator of the Jeremy Renner app, you would have created the Jeremy Renner. App. The Jeremy Renner app, like, I know you hated it, but it provided me so much happiness. No, honestly, I did hate the Jeremy Renner app, but, like, imagine when that was something that was, like, taking up mind in my, taking up space in my mind. Oh, my God. Such simpler times. A place for Jeremy Renner fans to get together. (laughs) I didn't realize. I'm going to scream. There were so many of them. 
<laughs> the Jeremy Renner app has become everything I hate. In the like, world. I don't understand how of the Avengers, Jeremy Renner was the one with the app. Like, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is such an easy, like, he... Chris Hemsworth should absolutely have an app. It would be a workout app. That would be the Chris well, Hemsworth he can app. Make because it, every guy that we know is obsessed with Chris Hemsworth body. It could be like a, he could be like the male goop in all seriousness be like what uh, health and wellness and fitness and whatnot yeah i could totally see that that seems very aussie of him yeah anywho he would talk about sunscreen yeah anyway um that being said if chris hemsworth had an app like that it would not make bring as much joy to my life as the jeremy renner app <laughs> you're right because that was a train wreck we couldn't look wow. away from yeah i'm immediately gonna google that <laughs> video <laughs> please send so it to me for a, a refresher okay <laughs> well back to lovesick slash scrotal recall are there any other final uh-huh. comments you have no it's good you should watch yeah. it I mean, hopefully you've already seen it because by now we've ruined it all for you. Not all. There's still no. It's but... not when I turned the show on. I was like, got it. These two. Yeah, it's like <laughs> right from the jump you find out. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything you want to recommend? So there's this video on Twitter where a guy pretends to do the Social Network, but it's for the Jeremy <laughs> Renner app. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to recommend one of the movies I watched this weekend. I'll do My Fair Lady. Okay. That's the one that's been stuck in my head the most. Great. Cool. All right. And Beautiful. I don't... What am I going to recommend? I don't know. I've been doing the Barry's Boot Camp workouts. Those are fun. Look at you. One of the girls... From, someone from The Challenge. A cha- MTV Challenge alum. <laughs> yeah. You texted me about MTV Challenge alum. There was, did I ever tell you? I'm sure I did. There's a bar in Athens that was owned by one of the guys from the challenge. Yes. Um, but I, I can never, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I'm like, I could never remember which one and I didn't watch his season. So it like meant nothing to me. But like a lot of people I was, I knew were like, we got to go to this bar because <laughs> he owns it. But it was also like one of the worst bars. So it's like, wow. I like, don't tell us. <laughs> but like, we didn't love going there. <laughs> kind of like a club scene weird we didn't lean all the way into it i don't know it was like not the best okay well anyway but yeah the challenge is coming <laughs> back on wednesday uh i'm not watching but i'm, I'm so excited you. literally have so little to look forward to in my life um yeah that's it beautiful okay talk to you next later. week we'll be talking friday night lights bye <laughs> yeah <you wish. laughs> bye bye to follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.